friend Blink. We are at the height of spooky season and wanted to share a holiday offering with our amazing and dedicated listeners. From the twisted minds of your moguls of media moms, we give you Drag Slash Murder. A horrifying audio experience featuring the talents of many of our mom family and some amazing special guests. So, without further ado, here is part one of Drag Slash Murder. We hope you survive. I am exhausted working another double shift in this crappy coffee shop for minimum wage. Waiting on these horrible customers is the absolute worst. Uh, you can do this, Frida. Just a few more dollars and tips and you can afford to buy that synthetic aqua green ombre hard front. Hey, Freddy, we aren't paying you to stand around and give exposition. Get back to work! <laughs> Sorry, Sal. Excuse me, sir. You do work here, don't you? I mean, it's so hard to tell since you have stubble for eyebrows and glitter in your sideburns. Yeah. And mascara residue around your eyes and severe razor burn down your neck and a hairline that has been clearly ravaged by bobby pins. I do drag, okay? Now, how can I help you? I don't mean to be difficult, but I ordered Thousand Island dressing and there are clearly only like 998 islands on this salad. Also, I just assumed BLT stood for bacon, lettuce, and tomato, but this disgusting sandwich is broccoli, Limburger, and tuna. I'm sorry. I I can see how that would be misleading, but it does technically spell BLT, so there's nothing I can do. I want to speak to your manager. Plot twist, I am the manager. No, you ain't, Freddy. Okay, I'm not the manager. Well, I never... I will certainly be writing a very strongly worded review about this establishment on Gelp. You see, that's a web service where customers can write reviews about restaurants. Oh, I I get it. It's like Yelp, but you change the name slightly so we don't get sued. Exactly. Listen, I've had a very hard day, so, so give me a break, Karen. Wait, how did you know my name? Just a lucky guess. Oh, And that hideous rhinestone brooch on your lapel says, Karen! I'll have you know I was awarded this gorgeous brooch for being the top real estate agent in this area for a brief period back in 1997. Wow! Maybe Nicole Kidman will play you in a Netflix limited series. And the wig will look like shit! Oh, I've got to take this. My pet snake is at the vet and it might be an update. Hello? Yes, this is she... What? Are you serious? Really? No way. Is is this some sort of joke? For real? Oh my god, of course I can! This is the best news ever! Thank you so much! Your snake died? No! That was a producer of the award-winning reality competition television series, Rupert's Drag Chase! I sent in an audition tape and I've been accepted as a contestant! I'm flying to Hollywood tonight on a red eye and we start shooting first thing tomorrow morning. So you can take that BLT, the salad, all those packets of Sweet and Low you put in your Michael Kors knockoff, and this 
lousy job and shove them up your fucking ass. Okay, now, the old Karen would have gone to pieces over a remark like that. But as a one-time performer who gave up on her dreams to become a real estate agent, I just want to wish you the best of luck. In fact, give me your apron. I'll finish your shift for you. But... No buts. Go home, pack your bags, climb into that uncomfortable middle seat in economy, fly to Hollywood, and make us all proud. Thank you. I'll never forget you. And when I'm an overrated, overpaid drag performer with little more than a catchphrase and auto-tune, I'll give you VIP tickets at the regular price and 20% off all my merch. Sounds fair. But wait, you never told me your drag name. I'm Frida. Frida be me. Are you sure you don't want to rethink that? Fuck you, Karen. from Rupert's Drag Chase? I guess there's just room for everybody. Let's just say that. So then I rushed back to my tiny rat hole of an apartment in the worst part of town and started packing. I shoved every wig, every costume, and all the makeup I have ever shoplifted into 17 enormous suitcases, realizing, of course, that if I hear Rupert say those dreaded words... Go away, okay? I just know they'll show me leaving the workroom with nothing but a small carry-on bag, but that's show business, right? It's all an illusion. Absolutely. And now I'm getting ready to awkwardly cram my ass into this middle seat in economy, and I can't help but wonder what the future will hold for me. Absolutely. Will I be a fan favorite? Will I go home first? Will I get the villain edit? Well, what you want to do isn't necessarily what you're going to do. Wow. That is so wise. Attention passengers. Flight 613 with service to Hollywood is ready to depart, so please fasten your seatbelts, put your tray tables and seatbacks into their fully functional upright and tucked position, because here we go. Why, yes, that's me. I'm Priscilla. I'm a producer on Drag Chase. Come with me and move it. You've got to get your bags from baggage claim. Ugh, this one looks like yours. Yes! That one is all of my favorite gowns and sentimental items. The weight requirement for bags is 50 pounds. This one feels like 51. It'll have to go in the trash. No! How about this one? Is this yours? Why, yes. That's my makeup and all of my size 14 heels, but that one's definitely not overweight. No, it's not. It's underweight. The weight requirement for bags is 50 pounds exactly. This will have to go in the trash, too. Oh, my God! This is a disaster! 
but at least I still have my positive outlook and my priceless collection of commemorative plates and Fabergé eggs. Oh, you mean this bag? Oops. Sorry, kid. What a nightmare. Can we please just go to the hotel? Hotel? Huh, honey, this is season 73. We run this shit like clockwork. Give me your phone. No social media while you're filming. You'll do your makeup in the van and go straight into the workroom with the rest of the suckers. I mean hookers. I mean faggots. I mean contestants. Now hurry up. Let's move it. It's finally happening. I'm on Rupert's Drag Chase. Rupert's Drag Chase. Rupert's Drag Chase. And most expensive wigs win. The winner of Rupert's Drag Chase will receive a one-week supply of Novocaine-based cosmetics from Anesthesia of Baldwin Hills, a ridiculous crown and scepter from Simmer the Fuck Down Jewels, and a cash tip of 100,000 doll hairs on a collectible porcelain doll made in their likeness by the Grow the Fuck Up Already doll company. And now, let's welcome this season's queens into the workroom to my latest song, Workroom. Workroom, workroom, walking inside the workroom. Workroom, 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 walk inside the room. Say something funny. Don't look at the other girls. Stand still for 30 seconds. Worth room. Worth room. Worth, 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 worth room. Worth. Hey everyone, it's me, Mary Jane Potholder, serving ass and grass. Because in my world, herb is a verb. Oh, grrr. I used to be an edgy outlaw, but now drag has gone mainstream and marijuana is legal. So, um... Oh, I'm the first bitch here? I guess I'm talking to no one. Never mind. I guess I'll just do a dip out of the ceiling real quick while I wait. Oh, Oh, look! The next queen is coming in. <laughs> Trick or treat. It's everyone's favorite glamorous but goth ghoul friend, Scary Bradshaw. You heard right. I'm like a double feature mashup of Sex in the City and Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> because no queen has ever done Oogie Spooky before, right? To quote the reviews from my last show, Boo! Oh, look! Another ghoul is entering the workroom. Did someone say autumnal equinox? I'm the queen who's obsessed with all things fall. So ditch your tank tops and flip-flops and grab a chunky cable-knit sweater because a cold front is blowing in. My name is Pumpkin Spice. And yes, I do want whipped cream on that. From the legendary House of Dubois, Featuring more drag chase runner-ups than any other Southern pageant drag family, it's the bitch that puts the gent in gentility and the man in manners. I am Miss Sassy Pants Dubois. Oh, so I'm getting the villain at it already? I see how this is gonna go. Oh, look, another queen is coming into the workroom.
right, so get ready to give a standing ovation to this out-of-work Broadway actor who is now slumming it as a drag queen, Andrea Lloyd Webber. Previously known as All Beef Patty Lapone, but that uptight bitch sent me a cease and desist. If I can't win a Tony, maybe at least I can win this stupid show. I mean, <laughs> how hard can it be, right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No autograph, please. Oh, oh, look. Another queen is coming into the room. I hope you bitches are ready because I'm the bitchiest bitch who's ever bitched. I'm the foul-mouthed, fast-talking punchline machine who's not afraid to go there. Have you heard the one about the who got up the with on 9-11? Oh, you really shouldn't joke about that. Bitch, please. No, really, that's my name. Bitch, please. You sound a lot like Jackie B. I've never heard of her. Yeah, neither have I. Fuck you, bitches. Oh, look, another queen's about to come into the workroom. This isn't getting repetitive at all. Hi, I'm Holly, Hollywood and Vine. You probably see me on TV or in the movies because I've been in everything and I'll never stop reminding you. Go ahead, just try and change the channel, bitch. I'm everywhere. Wow, the only thing thicker than your IMDB credits is that five o'clock shadow. <laughs> you must have a television. <laughs> oh, look, another queen. We get it. Ladies as gentlemen, step aside. I'm A. Fabby Lee Miller, an actual human assigned female at birth, here to be a contestant on Rupert's Track Chase. Fucking finally. I started auditioning about 10 years ago when I was aspiring to be the first bio queen on the show. And then a few years later, I just knew I had what it takes to be the first hyper queen on the show. And now I really don't know what I am because language has evolved and so have I. It's season 73 and I'm feeling A. Fabulous. Oh, hey, look. There's one more queen waiting right outside the workroom door. Oh my god, it's finally my turn. You can do this, Frida. This is the moment you've waited for. Hello, America! I'm just a small town girl with a big dream. I got stars in my eyes and rheumatoid arthritis in my hips because I'm pretty sure my parents were first cousins. I'm middle America and middle of the road, but I'm proud to come from the land of beer and cheese and the unvaccinated because it's all about freedom, Miss Thing. You're free to be you and I'm free to be me. Hi, ladies. Let's get this season started. It's so nice to meet. Hi. Oh my God, wait for me. My name is Angina and I'm bald. That's it. I'm just the bald girl. <laughs> Jesus, is that everyone? That's a lot of queens up in here. Good thing this is a TV show and not a radio program. Otherwise, this would be basically impossible to follow. Bitch, we get it. You work in show business. Okay, bitch. And wait, which one are you again? <laughs> I'm Scary Bradshaw, the spooky queen with the kooky fashion sense and the constant running inner monologue. <laughs> Maybe you'd understand me better if I spoke to you down here on your level. Is the floor comfortable? Oh no, everybody, look! That enormous thing is about to fall! Now hold on 
on a second. I certainly do not appreciate you referring to me as that enormous thing. Not you, bitch! I was referring to that huge spotlight right above Angina. It's precariously hanging by a frayed rope that's about to fall on her head! show I auditioned for but didn't get, even though I had just freshly weaponized my BFA. A similar thing also happened to me on an episode of Lawful Disorder SUV, which I auditioned for and did get, but Jacqueline Smith was jealous of my hair systems and had me kicked off the show. Please, girls! That giant lighting fixture just fell on Angina! <clears throat> the, bu- the bald one! And now she's... she's... <gasps> she's dead! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hugh, Hugh Junk, I'm the lead uh, camera operator, the director wanted me to remind you that uh, this red light here lets you know which camera to play to. I guess some of you weren't looking right into the camera when you just screamed in terror. Oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, I'll turn that way. Also, my eyes are up here. I realize the bulge in my pants is not only impressive, but downright distracting, especially for a bunch of horny cross-dressing clowns who have suddenly found themselves cruelly separated from their boyfriends and hookup apps. Oh, what are you talking about? I don't anything. Am I hung like a horse? Yes. Are you a bunch of cock-hungry animals? Affirmative. Am I pretty much the... Human equivalent to a defenseless pork chop being dangled over croc-infested water somewhere in Florida right now? You're darn tootin'. But you are a human being. Not just a fat, juicy cock straining at the confines of your ridiculously tight jeans. And as such, you deserve respect. Thank you. It's just that some of the past contestants have been real handsy and rather inappropriate. Sometimes it makes me really hate drag queens, you know? Sometimes I just get so mad it makes me want to, I don't know what, it just makes me want to, Makes me want to what? Never mind. See you later. All right, everybody, settle down. I'm Priscilla, the producer of this claptrap show. And not that it matters, but I also happen to be a lesbian. I can assure you that what has happened here was nothing but a freak accident and a tragedy. This is so sad. We'll have to stop production and launch an investigation, right? Hell no. See, as the producer, it's my job to keep things moving. Time is money. And we have two more episodes to film today alone. Now, does anyone have any questions before we move on? Yes. Where in the name of tarnation did Angina's dead body go? Her remains are property of Globe of Goodness Productions. Wow. No, Globe of Goodness Productions. So we reserve the right to include her in a future challenge, and her rotting remains are legally bound to appear in All Stars next year. But until then, let's get it moving. You all know what the first rule of show business is, right? Acting is really just reacting. Huh? No. Get the money up front and in the back? No. Don't ever make eye contact with the host of the show, Rupert? 
No, I mean, yes, breaking that rule is why I am now wearing this eye patch, but I digress. No, the first rule of show business is the show must go on. Angina would have wanted it that way. And the poor bastards, I mean meat sacks, I mean viewers, who are paying yet another new streaming platform $37 a day to watch this show with tons of commercials every three minutes and constant clunking, shameless product placement would want it that way too. And if they don't, they need help. Better help. So dry your tears, readjust your tucks, and get ready to desperately beg for love and approval like a bunch of unwanted puppies at a kill shelter on the last day they qualify for adoption. Wow, what a total buzzkill. Huh? Wait, who are you? I'm the stoner queen. I've been here patiently listening this whole time. Just like the sassy pageant queen, the AFAB queen, the pumpkin spice queen, the spooky queen, the Broadway queen, the bitchy queen, and Willem. Ah, okay. All right, back to work, you nitwits. I mean cunts. I mean idiots. I mean talent. God, this job is dreadful. Being a lesbian who has to work on a stupid show featuring a bunch of assholes dressing up like and just generally disrespecting women. I mean, do you see me wearing triple stacked lashes and half a pound of glitter? No. Do my breasts enter the room five minutes before I do? No. And you want to know why? Because this is a woman. Take a good look. Just a touch of tinted sunscreen and some clear mascara. I'm trying my absolute hardest to keep this show running smoothly, but sometimes I get so mad it makes me wanna... Makes me wanna... Makes you wanna what? Never mind. See you later. Well, I guess we have no choice but to go on with the competition. I wonder what our first jumbo challenge will be. I hope it's an acting challenge. You mean like an unauthorized parody of a classic 1980s TV show? Rumor has it that this season we're doing a spoof called Murder Them Wrote, a gender-fluid, non-binary, pansexual whodunit that puts the mister in mystery. Well, I hope it's the best challenge of all. You know that unauthorized parody of the classic 1970s game show? Snatch Game? No, Mama. We don't want to get sued. The game show I'm talking about is... Who Wants to See a Million Shares? That sounds horrible. Well, it's better than Supermarket Streep or Wheel of Fortune Themester. Jackie Beat wrote those jokes, didn't she? How should I know? But they are hilarious. Oh my gosh! Look who it is! It's a Rupert! Hi there, hi there, hi there! Welcome to the 73rd season of Rupert's Drag Chase, my queens! Just think, one of you here will be named America's next drag stupid star. This season, the competition is fiercer than ever, and we'll be judging you on your personality, unicorniness, stardom, sass, and yowzitude. And in case you didn't notice, that spells pussy, which is a slang term for a vagina. <laughs> Hilarious. No offense, eh, Fabby? None taken. We reclaimed it. <laughs> yes. Now, please take a pair of glasses from this spray-painted recycled muffin basket and put them on because... Reading Re- 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 is 
Because none of the expensive high-tech special effects lighting diffusers and filters work when you're standing right in front of me. These new Facetune specs will blur and blend my features so you all see exactly what the viewers at home are seeing. A seven-foot-tall, 14-year-old Swedish girl. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I hope you're all excited to be here. But sadly, for one of you, that excitement is about to come to a screeching halt. You see, in a desperate attempt to keep things fresh after 73 seasons, this year there's a cruel and confusing new twist. Someone already died this season. Don't you think that's cruel enough? Oh yes, that ugly incident. I would feel grief about that, only I don't see the function of human sadness. You see, once there was a man choking on a macadamia nut right in front of me, and rather than giving him the Heimlich maneuver or calling 911, I prayed for him to find the strength to help himself. What the fuck? Anyway, this season, for the first time in drag chase shistery, one of you will be going home right now. <gasps> I have each of your names here in this hat, courtesy of Hats For Her, makers of quality headwear for drag queens since 2019. That's Hats For Her. So let's find out who's about to have all their hopes and dreams crushed like a box clearly marked fragile by an Amazon delivery person. And the first queen to go home is... Scary Bradshaw. I'm sorry, my dear, but this is not your moment. And I'm sure we will have you back for All Stars 39, where you will once again have the opportunity to be humiliated and or named America's next drag stupid star. Wow. And just like that, my lifelong dream, I, I mean nightmare, has been unceremoniously cut short. I couldn't help but wonder, in the world of Rupert's Drag Chase, who's chasing whom? And why do I have so many shoes? And why can't every day be Halloween? I wish it was. I could really go for a hayride right now. I'll get you for this, Rupert. I'll get all of you for this. You haven't seen the last of me. I'll be waiting for my reboot. Now, Scary Bradshaw, I must ask you to go away, okay? Which is also the name of my new dance single, available on my tunes. Go away, okay? Go away, okay? Go away, okay? I don't want you to be here anymore. <laughs> well, anyway, I will leave the rest of you all to work on your impersonations for our first main challenge. Who wants to see a million shares? Whether you decide to be Cher in her iconic 1992 Equal commercial or Cher back in 1974, pretending that her relationship with that queen, David Geffen, was sexually satisfying, or maybe her tour de force turn as a blonde in the 2018 modern masterpiece, Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. Just have fun with it or die trying.
And we're clear. Let's reset cameras, people. Rupert, while the cameras are down, I just wanted to say how much I've always looked up to you. Listen, you little twit. Unless those cameras are rolling, nothing you say or do matters. And if you weren't so undeniably fuckable and ridiculously good-looking out of drag, you wouldn't even be here. You're probably blithely unaware that the ratings have been in the shitter the last few seasons, and we've got the network breathing down our necks, threatening to cancel this claptrap piece-of-shit show. Unfortunately, you see, Drag Chase is all I have. Well, other than my embarrassing line of Halloween wigs at that heteronormative discount chain store, my Las Vegas stage show featuring a bunch of past losers, and my highly lucrative but morally bankrupt oil drilling operation on my ranch in Montana. But other than all those things, this is all I have. And thankless queens come through that door season after season, year after year, and don't appreciate a single thing I've done for them. I guess every mother wants to kill her children occasionally, and that's just how I feel. Like Medea, not the Tyler Perry version, the Greek mythology version. Sometimes I don't think I can take any more. Sometimes I get so mad it makes me wanna... Makes me wanna... Makes you wanna... Never mind. See you later. Now where the fuck is my room temperature Fiji water and my seasonal berries? I do not like this, Mama. What is it, Mary Jane? You don't like dressing up like Cher? No, car! I've really got a bad feeling about this. Somebody died, Mama, and they just want us to go on with the show? They said that her corpse would literally participate in All-Stars. Seems awfully suspicious to me. You're just being paranoid, Mama. Go smoke another joint, why don't you? Oh, yeah. I I think I will. Because I am the stoner queen. (laughs) Here goes nothing. It's 420 somewhere, and if it's not green, I'm not interested. Oh, Hey, ladies. Someone just died, and the host is a reprehensible human being. But being on this show is my lifelong dream. So let's get ready for Who Wants to See a Million Shares? Yeah! Let's do it! Yeah! What share is everyone planning on doing? I'm doing Share from her legendary music video, If I Could Turn Back Time. Because if I could turn back time, I would perpetually change the calendar back so that whenever it was the first day of spring, it would automatically turn back to be the first day of fall. We get it. Social personality is is autumnal. Yeah, I love it. Also, I get to wear this mesh body stocking and a thong to show off my ass tattoo of a cornucopia with gourds and autumn leaves coming out of it. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm trying to get my turkey stuffed. I'm doing Cher from, like, uh, the movie Silkwood because she played a dim-witted, depressed lesbian who didn't wear a lot of makeup, and I really want to stretch myself as a performer. You want to stretch yourself? Bottom for that lead cameraman, Hugh. Huh? Am I right? 
I'm going to be Cher from the Broadway musical The Cher Show because I'm the Broadway queen. And besides, I was the third in line to be the fifth understudy to the second swing on the non-equity North American tour. In my opinion, that show is the best thing Cher ever did. Honey, the best thing she ever did was Val Kilmer. Huh? Right? No? Well, I'm doing Cher from the Sunny and Cher Comedy Hour, which was a hit TV show because I've been on so many hit TV shows. Uh, you know, like Lawful Disorder, The Dark and Stylish Plastic Surgery Show, The New Abnormal, and many more. Many, many more. Were you ever on Shut the Fuck Up? Yes! I had a multi-episode arc, but they killed me off because Cheryl Teagues was jealous of my suckless face and body glitter jelly. Now available at Select Riley Rose in Forever 21 stores. I'm doing share from burlesque because I can show off my favorite dance move. A wagon wheel, who a toosie, ho. Well, ladies, I've decided which share I'm going to do. I'm going to do share giving the eulogy at her ex-husband Sonny's funeral. Only I'm going to make it all about angina and I'm going to read my moving tribute from the actual bus bench where my birth mother abandoned me at age five. Oh, wow. That's so sad. And I'm going to deliver my tribute while wearing a white gown onto which a projector will flash pictures of everyone I've ever lost in my life. My great-grandma, my second-grade piano teacher, my neighbor's neighbor, my first pet, Carrie Goldfisher. Because if I can't make the judges laugh, maybe I can at least make them cry. Don't sell yourself short. You're making me laugh right now. And what share are you planning on doing, bitch, please? I'm going to do a surreal, nightmarish horror movie take on Cher. Like a warped, clownish, terrifying reflection of Cher in a funhouse mirror. In other words, I'm doing... Cher Michaels! Yep. Hey, Mary Jane, you're the stoner queen. Which Cher are you going to do? Mary Jane? She must have gotten too stoned and passed out. Like a peaceful nap on a crisp autumn day. She's... She's not napping. Look. Oh, she's... She's... She's dead! Are you sure? Let me check her vitals. I played tons of nurses and dead girls on dozens of hit TV shows. We get it! Just check if she's okay! Uh, Yep, she's dead, all right. She's deader than Cherry Pie's career. Girl, you're better than that. No, I'm not. (laughs) Sorry about it. Wait a second, everybody. Look, somehow a lethal combination of Aquanet Extra Hold Hairspray and every queen's favorite rhinestone adhesive E6000 ended up in Mary's giant oversized weed bong. The poor thing. She just wanted to escape the harsh reality of this harsh reality TV series by smoking a little grass, which is now legal, but instead she unwittingly inhaled a deadly dose of toxic chemicals. Well, we all know who's going to win Miss Congeniality. It must have been another freak accident, right? Ladies, let's look at the facts. Angina, the bald queen who only had one line, died from a lighting rig falling on her head. And Mary Jane, the cannabis enthusiast queen, died from toxic drag queen-related chemicals in her bong. Do you know what this means? That we're two steps closer to the crown. Andrea! How could you think about a crown at a time like this? I don't care. I come from the world of Broadway, where there's always someone younger and hungrier coming down the stairs behind you. That's showgirls, bitch. Yes, I know. In fact, I starred in a summer stock community theater of an all-drag queen version of that movie. 
Let me guess. Tired ass showgirls? Yes, that's the title. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to finish getting my look together because I've got a crown to win. In the world of Broadway, there's no such thing as too much sparkle. So, hot gluing these sequin appliques to my bodice will surely have the judges giving my look a standing ovation. Now, let me fire up my trusty glue gun. Ah! Oh my god! Oh my god! Andrea Lloyd Webber, the Broadway queen! Her glue gun! It exploded! It looks like someone rigged it with dynamite! That doesn't make any sense, bitch! No! It doesn't make sense! Poor Andrea Lloyd Webber! She's. She's. She's dead! There's something fishy going on around here. We don't use that word anymore. What she's saying is, don't you think it's awfully coincidental that drag queens keep dying around here? I think you could be right. Ladies, I think it's time to face facts. These deaths were no accident. These deaths were murder! Girls, I think we have to look at a very real possibility that there is a deranged serial killer on the set of Drag Chase. And any one of us could be their next victim. In fact, If this thing were a podcast, it would sound very similar to the episode of a popular podcast, Nympho Wars, where Theta Hamill went on Drag Race to save Macy Rodman. Wait, isn't that the one where they had cameos from Caitlyn Jenner? Hey there, hey there, hey there, ladies. (laughs) Now don't get your tucking panties in a twist. It's just your pal Kate popping in to say, knock them dead. Literally. (laughs) All right, how do I get out of here? So not only is there a very real possibility a deranged murderer is on the loose, but we might also be trapped inside a podcast Halloween mini-special that is flagrantly stealing an idea that is dangerously close to something already done on another podcast. And Caitlyn Jenner, too? God help us all! This has been part one of Drag Slash Murder. I hope you've enjoyed this haunting tale. Oh, by the way, it's me, Karen, from the tacky coffee shop at the very beginning of the episode. So much has happened since that scene, right? Dozens of puns and horrible dad jokes. Scary Bradshaw was sent home. I got written up at work for stealing frozen hash browns and selling them on the black market. Oh, yeah, and three bitches were killed. Who do you think could possibly be the killer? The horse-hung cameraman who admitted that sometimes he hates drag queens? The chapstick lesbian producer who admitted that sometimes she hates drag queens? The ratings-obsessed host of the show, Rupert, who admitted that sometimes she hates drag queens? Or perhaps it's one of the fame-hungry, bloodthirsty, overly ambitious contestants who would do anything anything to be named America's next drag stupid star. The only way to find out is to join us in the next installment of Drag Slash Murder. (laughs) Yeah, I know. More iced tea, bitch. I'll be right with you. We're doing a fucking podcast. Ooh, I'm thrilled. Ooh, this is so thrilling. Queens, a killer, an audio whodunit. 
part two of Drag Slash Murder, a horrifying audio experience, comes out later this week. So stay tuned, if you dare. <laughs> Drag Slash Murder is a Forever Dog and Moguls immediate production, starring... Alaska Thunderfuck. Willem Belli. Meatball. Jackie Beat. Nadia Ginsburg. Margaret Cho. Latrice Royale. Lucy Stool. Maureen San Diego. Delta Work. Bob the Drag Queen. Jay Rodriguez. Gia Gunn. Laganja Estranja. Manila Luzon. Priyanka. Angina. Macy Rodman. Big Dipper. Conceived by Alaska Thunderfuck. Written by Jackie B and Alaska Thunderfuck. Sound designed by Will Pitts. Writer's assistant, Mariah Nicholas. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, and Big Dipper. <laughs>